You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight, we're going to take a look at Marvel's newest superhero film, Ant-Man, and also discuss some other comic book news like the Suicide Squad trailer and Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. They're coming to get you, Barbara. We're on a mission from God. I'll buy that for a dollar! Welcome to the party, pal! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Man's got to know his limitations. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. Let's put a smile on that face. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. It smells like... Victory. This sort of thing has cropped up before. And it has always been due to human error. Let the record show that this committee holds him responsible. That's how it starts. The fever. The rage that turns good men. Cruel. This bat vigilante is like a one-man reign of terror. You don't get to decide what the right thing is. Nobody cares about Clark Kent taking on the Batman. This means something. It's all some people have. It's all that gives them hope. People hate what they don't understand. Be their hero, Clark. Be their angel. Be their monument. Be anything they need you to be. Or be none of it. You don't owe this world a thing. You never did. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian. This is Benson. Hey. They have the Comic-Con 2015. They had a really cool trailer for Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Bunch of interesting Superman, uh, Batman imagery here. I mean, to be honest, like that movie was so far off my radar, I didn't really care until the marketing started. Now I kind of want to see it. Yeah, we talked about the the first teaser that they did. Now they're releasing this one, showing us a little bit more footage. Uh, like, I'm really digging the uh, the world being worried about Superman and... Not knowing what to think. and In the trailer, uh, Superman is using his heat vision and one of the buildings collapses. Yeah, I think that's Zod using his heat vision and one of the buildings is collapsing. Yeah, okay. And then Superman, uh, not Superman, but Batman, Bruce Wayne. Right. He comes up and he picks up this little girl. Not as Bruce Wayne, not as Batman. And yeah, we get some conflict going pretty pretty early in the trailer. And, and apparently someone dies from it and probably the Joker has sent Batman a little letter, you let your family die, which... Brings up the question of what family? Oh, I think I don't know. I mean, I think most comic book fans right away, death of a family, start talking about Robin uh, dying, the Joker kills Jason Todd in that. I, yeah, in that see, I, I really think the trailer hints that Robin has done a little bit of a heel turn. Well, they could be setting up. Yeah, they could be setting up to be the Red Skull. I mean, you're Not right. The Red Skull. You're right on the the, the Robin suit with with the words "ha ha" jokes on you. When Batman's saying, 20 years in Gotham, how many good people have we known stayed good? Yeah. I mean, that that line is specifically placed over that Robin suit. Yeah, that could be, just, that could be the trailer guy just fucking with us, too, though. It's going to come out, and it's going to be like, oh, wait, what? No, that's that's actually not Robin's suit. That's just the Batman prototype suit. With an R on it. <laughs> it was red. He was going for a different thing, then. You, you know? know, he was like, how do you spell Batman? <laughs> 
are no fuck. The bottom of my B fell off. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. You know, he was he was painting it. Alfred came by and he was cleaning it. I'll just put a put a fucking symbol on it. <laughs> Batman forgot to put the wet paint up, and Alfred wiped it off. Uh, yeah, we do. We actually get a shot of uh, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Irons too as Alfred, which is. I mean, I love Jeremy Irons, dude. That guy is great. Uh, yeah, I mean, so far I'm 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 pretty. I'm pretty happy with the way it's looking. Personally, I really like the way Batman looks. And he looks tough, and it's it's a cool callback to like the traditional Batman suit instead of all black armor. Well, he looks he looks beefy, but now when you see you like the way Batman looks, there's actually three different Batman looks in this trailer. We have Desert Batman, we have regular yeah, black that's Batman, sort of um, spaghetti western Batman. That's weird. And you you think that that guy gets his neck broken in the trailer? That's what it looks like to me. It There's like a trailer. Batman straight up snaps dude's neck. I don't know. You think Batman's going to kill people in this universe? I think that's a dream. I think Batman's having some sort of dream where Superman has taken over the planet and he's fighting this force of Superman army. He's fighting Superman, Al-Qaeda in the Middle East. Yeah. I think that's I, that's what I'm. I mean, I haven't seen the damn movie, ever read the script, so I don't know. But I don't know. It, it looks it looks it does look weird because there's that shot of of Superman where he's getting like all these guys kind of kneel before him, and he doesn't even look at them. Yeah, he looks like he's kind of cool with it. He's like, yeah, you can um, kneel. So want. I think that's Batman having a dream of what the world could be like if he doesn't kill Superman. Interesting theory. Well, we're gonna have to find that out in in. I mean, you know, I mean, like March the here. the. The the one rule of Batman is that you don't kill people. So, for something's had to happen other than he just doesn't trust Superman for him to come to the decision. I've got to kill this guy. I also don't think that Batman's going to kill in this universe if the Joker's still alive. Because I just feel like Batman would definitely kill the Joker first over anyone else if he could get his hands on him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got to get his hand. I mean, he's he's locked up or. He's away. I mean, he's not in the trailer taunting him outside of just notes. I don't know. That's that's pretty presumptuous of me, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for you to think he's put away. Well, is Batman still active, or is he coming out of retirement? Because it looks like Batman's coming out of retirement, the way they do it in the trailer with the news reports. Lawrence Fishburne's like, nobody cares about Clark Kent taking no, on the that, bat. That was, that, was, that was one part of the trailer that was confusing to me. Is that Clark saying this bat vigilante... Yeah, that's him. Or is that Lawrence Fishburne saying it? Oh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne says the last part. Yeah, see, I've always thought I always thought it was him saying both parts. What? No, wait. Why would he say both parts? I don't it, know because it, it kind of contradicts each other. Yeah, no, it's got to be him. No, it's got to be Henry. What's his name? Henry Cavill. Yeah. So is that his name? Is that who's playing Superman? I mean, you know, he's only been in one Superman movie, so I don't have to know his name yet. He's gonna. Yeah, but I mean, of all the times I've seen the trailer, I thought. That was Lawrence Fishburne's voice. And then Lawrence Fishburne is contradicting himself by saying, you know, basically telling Clark, you don't get to decide what's right and wrong. Stop your vendetta against Batman. And I was like, well, wait a minute. You just was talking about him being a vigilante. No, I think it's him because I think you see. Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. Well, yeah, they wouldn't cut it like that. That would be stupid. Like, why would you do that? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's got to be somebody else if it's not... Uh... Clark Kent saying it. So we have our we have our three different Batmans. We have Desert Batman. We have regular Batman, which looks. I think that looks pretty cool. I'm pretty excited for the regu- just the regular black bat suit. With, well, it's not black. It's gray. Well, I don't know. No, it's gray. I mean, it's, well, it's got black on it for sure. At least the cow's black. The cow's black, and the symbol's black, and the suit's gray. The cape's black. 
Yeah, I don't know. I got to see it in some more. I got to see it fully in the film. See what Ben Affleck, see how he moves. Because there there's some shots in the trailer. There's that one shot where it looks like Superman is using his vision, his heat vision to blast at Batman. And Batman uses his grappling hook and gets away at the last minute. Just as the heat vision hits this pillar or whatever he's standing behind, this concrete surface. I just, man, I don't really like how Batman moves in that. I'm just, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm just going to chalk it up to early CGI for right now. What, what is it about the way he moves you don't like? It just, it's unreal. Like, because Batman's just a regular dude, but the way he moves there, he moves like Superman. Or the, I don't know, I don't know if the physics of it's wrong, or it's just like, well, there's no way any human being could ever move that fast. Well, I mean, yeah, physically, once he shoots his grappling hook off, he would swing away, not shoot away. And that's, I hope, I hope they get that because I hope but, they get that physics right in the fight too. When they had the armored fight, well, then Batman would just get killed. Okay, so third bat suit is the armored bat suit where he's obviously going to have some huge encounter with Superman um, that they've shown in the trailer. Yeah, I mean that suit's got to... I mean, it's mechanized. Like, it, it, there's no way he's going to be able to move like super fast in that thing. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, like, if you're bringing in like 100% physics here, how long would it take Superman to cook him inside of a big metal suit? Well, I'm saying, well, yeah, obviously Superman doesn't want to kill him, or he's got to have some kind of defense against that. But like, I don't know. Like, even in the graphic novel of The Dark Knight Returns, which this is clearly like very inspired by, like. Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. That's exact. That's where they're taking this whole soup and uh, the whole bat suit, the armored bat suit, and Superman and Batman fighting. Like even the bat symbol on the regular bat, the regular black and gray Batman suit. That's The Dark Knight Returns bat symbol. I think you're gonna have to throw away some suspension of disbelief here. Well, I don't think I should have to. Like you, if you like we we have the technology. Just get the physics right and make it look cool. Like, there's no reason that you have to have fake physics. I understand for Superman, like, he does, like, crazy things, but you can still make it look believable, like it's really happening in the in the frame. Like, in the last Hobbit movie, when Legolas starts, like, jumping all over, like, all over the... Like, yeah, I know he's an elf, and he's, like, super skilled, and he never misses a shot with his bow and arrow, and he's a complete badass. But it's like, come on, man, he's stepping on buildings that are falling in midair and not missing one of them. And it's just like... And somehow gravity isn't pulling him down. Yeah, it's just like... It's like, come on. Now, you can still make this exact same sequence with real physics and make it exciting. Or maybe maybe don't go that big and keep the suspension. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't have to do that. I don't know. I'm just going to chalk it up to unfinished effects for right now. And we're just going to let it go. We'll move on. Um, there's some zoom shots of Superman that are some Zack Snyder... Uh, flourishes that I'm not the biggest fan of, but other than that, I'm pretty excited about it. Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, we get a little bit more of him. We actually get some some images of him in this trailer as well. Him and some kryptonite as well. And Wonder Woman. Uh, yes, and Wonder Woman's here. Which Wonder Woman? The first time I saw it, I don't think I I didn't think I really saw the costume clearly. I wasn't quite digging it. Now that I, I can see, like now that I've seen it blown up in 1080p. Man, it it looks pretty good. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the that shockwave effect that they got going on out, but again, I'm gonna chalk it up to unfinished effects. I'm not I'm not exactly sure how she's gonna fit into this. Uh we should probably go ahead and um preference everything that's being said. Um I know nothing about these comic books. Like my Superman history was Superman one, two, three, and four, the quest for peace. 
And then I saw Superman Returns. <laughs> then I saw Man of Steel. Uh, Batman was, you know, the, the Batman series. Uh, Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher kind of turned me off of Batman for a little while. And then Nolan came in and gave me a Batman trilogy that I really liked. But yeah, I've never, I'm, I don't, I don't really know the extended comic book universe. This is all new to me. So, you know, how Wonder Woman can fit into this world, I have no idea. So. I remember when this first came out, everyone everyone was like, oh, they're just making The Dark Knight Returns. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be crazy. And then as we've seen more and more, like once we got that first teaser, it's like, well, no, they're not. They're not doing that. They're pulling some obvious like elements and some homages from it, I think. And, and Snyder's still, he's still very adamantly sticking with Batman is the villain in this movie. Really? That does not look like the way they're going. Well, you know what? Maybe he's the villain for like the first 40 minutes. And then they'll get into a fight, and one Wonder Woman will show up, and she'll be like, hey, guys. Look at my tits, and we'll all get together. <laughs> she is Wonder Woman. I mean, you know, just don't use the bathroom on the invisible jet, guys. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to Well, guys don't really Do you think they'll really have the invisible jet in this? Movie. Oh, no. I mean, dude, I'd be, I'd be really shocked if they used that, the lasso of truth. What, what's that? Wonder Woman has this lasso that, uh, okay, so Wonder Woman has, like, three, like, kind of gadget things that she always has. She has her... Sort of like a bat belt. Yeah, kind of. She, so she's got these cuffs, you know, like, super cuffs. Um, she has a sword, you know, sometimes. And then she also has the lasso of truth. And it's just like a like a regular cowboy. Like, you know, I'm going to lasso you. Woo, come here. But if it gets around you and she asks you a question, you have to... You have to be honest. You have to say everything that you know well, truthfully. That right, that's right there is going to how Batman and Superman will get together. Is She'll be like, Batman, watch. And then she'll throw the lasso of truth around Superman. And then she'll be like, do you plan on taking over the world? No, I do not. And then Batman will be like, oh, dude, sorry, bro. I didn't mean to like cause all this trouble. Well, what if she like lassos both of them? And then like at the end of the scene, like Batman's just like crying about his, his parents. And Superman's just going, shut up. Well, Superman is going to be like, I couldn't get my dad in the tornado either. I know how you feel, man. And she just kills both of them. <sighs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, the next movie is Wonder Woman. No more whiners. I'm, on, I'm honestly not looking forward to the constant debate that's going to follow. What's the, What do you predict the constant ba- debate's going to be? Oh, well, there's going to be constant. Well, is it good? Is it not good? Does it suck? Does it not suck? Is this right or is this wrong? Is this, this character motivation good or bad? It's, it's going to be maddening. Oh, man, I love those debates, dude. They're cool for a little while, but then, you know, like, whether you like a movie or you don't like a movie, it, it eventually gets to the point where it's like, come on, man. Vincent's sitting here like, I don't like talking about films while we're sitting here talking about films. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not saying I don't like talking about films. I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm probably the world's worst about bitching about the Star Wars prequels, but... Yeah, you are. I think everybody knows that you hate the Star Wars prequels. We have definitely brought that up, I think, in every episode. It's, it's, it's not a hate. It's, it's, it's a confusion. It's, it, that's the, the word. I Guys, understand. I'm sorry. I was trying to steer us clear of this. I'm just, just confused on those. <laughs> I mean, on like Man of Steel, like, it's not the greatest movie ever, but it's not the worst movie ever. No, it's definitely not but the worst. People talk about it like it's the worst. And... I enjoyed it when it came out, um, and I thought it had some good oh. ideas that 
could have been flushed out, and then it had some ideas that we really didn't need. Um, well, we'll save a we'll save a Man of Steel discussion for Man of Steel. So I just I can predict the 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 debate following Batman v Superman is going to be ridiculously annoying. Well, yeah, I mean, look, dude, I'll be the first one complaining they screw up Batman. Because I have some serious Batman love, and you screw up my Batman, I'm gonna be a little, I'm gonna be a little mad. But I don't know. I have faith right now. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, actually, let's uh, let's play the Suicide Squad trailer, and uh, let's talk about a little bit about that before we go into Ant Man. Where? Let's just say I put him in the hole to away the hole. There's rumors, Amanda, that some of them have. Abilities. Oh, yeah. I have seen things. Maybe Superman was some kind of beacon for them to creep back from the shadows. I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? People that act against their own self-interest is what I do for a living. Suicide Squad trailer. So, continuing the DC universe, Batman. We're now taking Batman to where he is definitely going to be maybe in a scene or two, but he's definitely going to be a small supporting character inside Gotham City and the Batman universe. Does Will Smith seem sort of out of place in this trailer to you? No, man. I thought Will Smith kicked ass, dude. Really? Yeah. I thought he was a great choice for Deadshot. Just terrific I, I, I you know like i don't know anything about the suicide squad but it's you know this crew of villains and then you have the guy go all right let's go save the world like oh wow it, we just had an independence day line like drop right in the middle of this trailer i'm totally okay with that i got i mean i have so much like love for all right you're the will you're, smith you're the batman fanatic joker you like him? You don't like him? Yeah, I thought I thought with, so far we've got we got two shots of Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. I I'm excited. I like the way he talks. Isn't the Joker in the comic books now? Didn't he like the reason he grins all the time? He cut his face off and then stapled it back on or something? Yeah, yeah. He he ripped his face off. He took this. Yeah, you ever seen that John Travolta Nicolas Cage movie? Yeah, that's what the Joker did. He was like, I'm gonna take my face. That's what he does. He takes a scalpel and cuts it off, and I think he sends it to Batman for safekeeping. He's a fucked up dude. And then he gets it back and pins yeah. it. Yeah. Sh- that's the Joker they should have done. Well, you don't know that they're not going to do this yet. 
I mean, he looks a little. He looks a little clean. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you you gotta you gotta start with clean Joker. You can't you can't start with his face already ripped off because then what are you gonna do to shock people, man? You can't you can't hold that scene from the audience. But no, I thought Joker's uh, Jared Leto's Joker. So far, from what we've seen, just very little. But man, I thought it looked really good. But I think the standout in this for me is uh, Harley Quinn. She and is she Harley is Quinn. Gorgeous. Yeah, and she looks crazy. I think that's the real standout and the real victory from all of these trailers. Yeah, they got Harley Quinn right. They got it perfect. What's the uh, history of this character? Oh uh, well, Harley Quinn was um, she She's like a hammer, right? Yeah, she has this mallet thing. She was actually invented in the uh, uh, Batman the Animated Series that ran in the early 90s. I think it started in 92. The episode, I think, is called Mad Love. Mark Hamill does a great Joker. Um, probably one of probably one of the most famous things he's, uh, he's known for, uh, outside of Luke Skywalker, of course. It, it, that introduced her. She was a psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum through trying to treat the Joker... The Joker kind of won her over. They fell in love. She helped him break out. It's a romantic story between psychopaths. You happy with the Suicide Squad trailer? Yeah, yeah, I am. Tom Hardy had to drop out, which was kind of a shame. But um, no, was, I, what was he playing? Uh, I think he was. I'm not 100 percent sure what role he was actually playing. <laughs> I just liked how it started off with the like the world where you have the Amanda Wallace. Who's like the CIA agent talking to the cops at the table and how that she's shot. the one that says the Superman being the beacon to bring out all the strange. Yeah, yeah, she's the one that's talking about like you know we're controlling people and getting them to do what's against their best interest is my thing or whatever the hell she says. She's she's an interesting character. I'll be interested to see how it um how it plays out. Yeah, because to me like you know this will be the. The first time I get the idea of what the story is, so whatever they show me, it'll be all new to me. Well, yeah, if well, if you watch that uh, the animated Batman Assault on Arkham, that's a story of the Suicide Squad. I it looks to me they're going to do something similar to that. Like that may have been their blueprint for this movie. But uh, I think it's going to be cool to see Batman um, from the point of view of the villains this time. So Batman is actually going to be. You know, the mysterious ninja lurking in the shadows like he's always supposed to be. And we're going to get to see that. Is it going to work? Uh, you know, I don't know. The trailer looks pretty good. Well, people seem psyched about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, people seem a little bit more ha- excited about that than they did Superman v. Batman. Well, it's because the Joker was in it. And it's the first, like, you know. I mean, the Joker, in terms of villains, he's probably probably the the biggest one outside of Lex Luthor in the DC Universe. I mean... He's the cream of the crop. He's A number one, man. But nobody seems to give a shit about Lex Luthor. Who the fuck doesn't give a shit about Lex Luthor? I mean, I'm just, I don't hear a bunch of people saying, oh, did you see Lex Luthor's in? Yeah. Nobody's asked, what'd you think of the new Lex Luthor? I think most people like Jesse Eisenberg. He surprised us before with the social network. So he could turn in a really great performance. But everybody had something to say when that first picture came out of Jared Leto as the Joker. That famous still where he's in the white background with all the tats on his face, grill in his mouth, and it's more of a prison punk tattooed look. And everyone's like, what yeah. did they do to the Joker? My stance is like, well, let me wait and see the film and s- see some more footage first to get an idea of where they're going. Because this could be cool. What would you think of um, other news out of 
Comic Con, um, Apocalypse. Oh, I definitely saw those uh, really funny uh, memes and comparisons between Apocalypse and Ivan Ooze. Those were those are pretty funny. <laughs> if you if you haven't seen those, I highly recommend checking those out because they are frightening. Um, but then I also saw this article. I forget what website it was on, but they they had a really good point with that because when Days of Future uh, Past first came out and they released that shot of Quicksilver, everyone complained up and down all about that. And then the movie came out, and that was everybody's favorite scene in the film. That was a really funny scene. Ah, uh, yeah. It was like the best character in that movie. It's a shame he's only in that like those two scenes in the film. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not really, I don't under, I don't know who Apocalypse is, but apparently he's really a pretty, big. pretty big bad guy. Yeah, just a big villain. I've never actually read. I've only seen uh, Apocalypse in the. Was that him? I think it was him in the cartoon from the '90s. Uh, sometimes the Marvel stuff gets a little so ethereal that oh, it's, it's, so it's a little characters. hard to follow before we go into ant-man i guess we've never talked about any of the marvel cinematic universe stuff uh you just want to do like a quick run through of like your favorites um i mean i really liked iron man when it came out yeah i like that i like iron man a lot too i'm sort of lukewarm honestly sort of lukewarm on the whole marvel universe thing um, I was one of the, like, two people on the planet that really liked The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I, yeah, I could never really get into the Thor movies. I think I'm a little Marvel fatigued. Um, I, I haven't caught up with the Captain America movies. Uh, Avengers, I thought, was, you know, it was fun, but it's not something that I'm gonna seek out once a year to go, I gotta check it. I still haven't seen Avengers 2. I am probably making so many, like, if we have fans listening going, who is this asshole? I, yeah, I'm a little I'm a little Marvel fatigued. They all feel the same to me now. The origin stories, I, I'll agree with. Like, I, I, I keep getting the sense that, like, I really, I, I enjoyed Ant-Man. I didn't hate it. it. It was fun. Guardians of the Galaxy, I went to see that with no expectations and ended up really liking it. Um, but it still aren't, they aren't movies that, like, when they hit Blu-ray, I'm running out to buy and forcing people to sit down and watch, because I'm totally, like, a cherry popper. If I have a Blu-ray and there's somebody, that's a movie that I really like, like, Ex Machina just hit, I I had to go buy it, and I want to show people this movie, I want to force them to sit down and watch this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Marvel Universe is fun. I'm, I'm personally... I'm glad DC is going a different direction. Whether that direction works or not, we are yet to know. Yeah, but DC is definitely going a different am, direction. I am open to a universe without a bunch of origin stories and built around sort of a central character where Marvel just sort of... I, I don't understand the bad guys in Marvel. I don't get the bad guys. Well, hold on. Back back to the origin story. I mean, that's that's true for right now, but like... We're gonna get origin stories for like I think Aquaman and all the aren't they aren't they all getting their own little origin movie later? Are they getting origin movies or are they getting continuation movies? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's true because Aquaman's actually supposed to be in Batman v Superman, yeah. right? Ugh, it'll open this thing up Look, quick with characters, man. I'm telling you, we're gonna leave the theater just going. Hmm. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> what did I just see? <laughs> Danny Glover, you were right. I am too old for this shit now. I guess my kids are a real big Marvel fan, so I am a fan by default. 
because I have to be. Um, well, I'm not really a fan. I guess I just I'm, I'm forced to watch them, so I do. They're not the worst things to watch um, if your kids like watching. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to like put the Marvel films in that. I don't mean to say they're kiddie movies, but my kids like them, so go with me here. I guess my favorites: Iron Man. I think I think that's pretty much the cream of their crop. Iron Man was really good. Well, I really liked Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I think I, those I are the three. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard mucho good stuff about Winter Soldier. Dude, Robert Redford. Br- I, this is one thing I do like about Marvel that they're doing that I just love. They brought Robert Redford was just a straight badass in Winter Soldier, and they had uh, Michael Douglas in Ant Man. And dude, it was really good seeing uh, Michael Douglas. I really like how they're bringing back like these classic actors and they're putting them in this comic book filth that they probably <laughs> really <laughs> they're probably doing for the kids. Do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do this for Timmy cuz Timmy he likes this stupid uh Ant-Man. What the fuck is this? What is this? Ant-Man. <laughs> you know, I I like that. Um everything else I could kind of leave. I mean, it's the you first know, it's, Avenger movie's okay. For me, it's like, you know, when I'm watching them, it's fun. It kills two hours. That's the difference. Is like I, I would watch a one of these Marvel movies to kill two hours. I, I want to kind of and not just kill two hours. <laughs> you know, I don't mind going to the movie and kill two hours and enjoying it. But rewatchability is I just don't really. I, the Marvel movies just don't have rewatchability to me. I don't really hate any of the Marvel films, with the exception of uh, Iron Man two, Iron Man three. And Thor 2. Those three, I I don't hate them. I just, I've seen them once, and that's enough for me. I'm good. You know, Iron Man 3 sort of ruined itself for me. I was on board. I was trying to, you know, stay into it. But then at the end, when they did, should we activate the house party? And I'm like, wait a minute. You can turn all your suits on to be automatic? Why didn't you do that when the, the helicopters were attacking your house? You know, dude, because he didn't have the button controller thing for... I don't know. I'm not going to try to defend Iron I don't know. And now we've got Ant-Man. He's like a poor version of Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go ahead and play that trailer real quick, and then let's let's go into discussing... Do yeah. a quick discussion. Yeah. Imagine a soldier the size of an insect. The ultimate secret weapon. If you give godlike powers to everyone, it's going to be chaos. So how do we stop him? I know a guy. Scott, I've been watching you for a while. You're different. And I believe everyone deserves a shot at redemption. Do you? Absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Makes sense. Are you ready to become a hero? Now, this suit has power. You have to learn how to control it. And these are your greatest allies. You're kind of cute. Whoa. When you're small, you have superhuman strength. You like a bullet. So you need to know how to punch. You want to show me how to punch? Show me how to punch. 
That's a bunch. All right, so we're back. Ant-Man. I, I mean, I didn't really... I wasn't, like, counting down the days till the release of Ant-Man. Uh, <laughs> I went to see it, and... Yeah. I was, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. I had fun. At least the bad guy wasn't some dude from some ethereal realm that has some stone that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it felt very much like Iron Man. Um, yeah, it was just a dude that he wears an ant suit and makes him little, and it's it's the superhero version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids meets ants. And then the bad guy is a bad guy who has a suit, and he gets real little. He's the yellow jacket. Cause see, the, Other than I don't understand how this, this technology could be. <laughs> because it's some kind of serum that shrinks the molecules, man. Or spaces in between the molecules. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. talking about like other than like co-op missions. Why the why the army would just be like, oh, this is the weapon of the future. Well, they have, they have. <laughs> he's got some like PowerPoint uh, presentation slide in the movie where they're like, yeah, look, this could be used for all kinds of things like infiltration and infiltration. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's it's pretty much and disabling. I, wasn't there but something? you know, you know what what really makes that movie fun and what saves that movie is the side characters his friends oh yeah his crook buddies those guys are hilarious well okay so this movie had just to backtrack a little bit had a huge production development hell like edgar wright brought this to marvel 10 years ago and left um and then the director peyton reed came in and started rewriting this with Paul Rudd. I think Paul Rudd had already been cast when Edgar Wright was brought on. But those scenes where you're talking about the friends and I, who who's his buddy that's constantly telling the stories? I forget the character's name, but he's like, he's constantly telling these stories where it goes back and it's lip syncing. That All of that seems very Edgar Wright to me. Yeah. Like the guy that made Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That It feels like... That was definitely leftover stuff from his involvement. Yeah, I can see that. I can imagine too, as a as a director, like it would be really hard to make one of these Marvel movies because it's all overseen by that one guy. Yeah, Kevin Feige. And you know, like how much of your creativity is kind of stifled because you have to make it fit into this universe. Well, yeah, I mean, that, Josh Whedon, uh, he left after the second Avengers movie. He's just like, ah, I just can't do it anymore. I don't know, like, now they're just all Avenger movies. They're, they're not... Like, even Ant-Man, yeah. you have your... Alright, no, fuck you guys. If you haven't seen the movie, then there's some spoilers coming. Oh, yeah, um, yeah we're getting to spoilers now, so... You know, there, you know, there's the scene where he goes to, like, the Avengers headquarters, and there's some, like, 10th-tier Avenger called Bird or something. It's Falcon. He's whatever. Uh, He's in Captain America, Winter Soldier, and uh, Avengers 2. Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. This is like, yeah, Birdman. They should have called Falcon Birdman and had Michael Keaton play it. You know what? I I thought that that scene was one of the best fight scenes. Uh, Yeah, I think that may be like my favorite fight scene in the film. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I like the end where they're growing and shrinking things. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm really glad they did the growing and shrinking. Like, somebody had mentioned that they're not going to do the growing and shrinking in this. That he was just going to get little and he couldn't get big again. And oh, that was, what? That was gonna. I thought that was going to be really dull. I did really like the chick too. Like, 
I didn't think she was like the hottest chick in movie history, but there was something about her that kind of like chemistry wise. Oh, you're talking about the ah, forget that actress's name. Yeah, the Hobbit lady that was in the Hobbit. She played the elf. Uh, can't even remember her character name in that. Uh, I thought I think her character was written like a bitch in this film, though. Like that was something that was never made really clear. So like Hank Penn, who is the inventor of the Ant Man suit. That's his daughter in the film, right. but she votes him out of his own company, and then later in the movie... Or- well, it, it explained that there was like a riff, she was mad at him for something, and I'm assuming it, it sort of implied that... Because he didn't tell her about, about the mom. Yeah, she didn't tell him what happened to her mom. To get back at him, voted him out, but then when she realized what this new guy was planning, she was like, okay, dad, I'm... I shouldn't have done it. Now I have to. The, well, the only time I liked her was when she punched Paul Rudd in the face. I was like, ha, ah, okay, that's kind of funny. But the rest of the time nah, I was like. No, no, no. I think Paul Rudd and her like easily break down her icy wall. And by the end of the movie, she's she's very likable. Well, yeah. I mean, I liked her at the end of the movie. Man, she's just unlikable and unpleasant in the beginning. Well, she's supposed to be. I know. She's I unhappy. She's not happy with her place in life. That's what I'm she, saying. Why did they have to make her so unlikable? She wants to be the wasp woman, not... Yeah, okay, so, like, the spoiler thing is that, like, Hank Pym's uh, daughter is going to be Wasp. Right. At the end of it. I really want to see a battle between Ant-Man and the Incredible Hulk. Why? Why between Ant-Man and the Incredible Hulk? I'm not... Because I think it would be funny. Well, like, Incredible Hulk just smashing everything, looking for Ant-Man, and Ant-Man's just dodging it. Well, they do 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 some really cool things with Ant-Man's size. Favorite gag in the entire movie. Toward the end of the movie. Two gags, equally favorites. Um, the Thomas the Train that gets exploded into full size. Oh, and yeah. And shoved out of the side of the house while the cops are out there. And then the ant that actually gets to be the size of the dog and the little girl keeps it as a pet. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, okay, was that was that um, Auntie that's the one that's kept it as a pet? Or did Auntie actually die? No, that one died. Oh, Andy died. So Scott, whatever his name is, what's uh, what Paul Rudd's character in the movie? Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man. Whatever his character's name is, Scott. Whatever. Yeah, he's got this favorite like ant. Like Michael Douglas's character is like, oh yeah, that's one whatever, one dash one three four five, and he he kind of has this little bond with this little ant, and then they just kind of take him out in the middle of the movie, and Paul Rudd's like, no. It's real dramatic. You see the falling wing, and yeah, he just he just goes on. It's never really brought up. They don't that that didn't really play out the best. I don't know. See what's sad to me about, and it, I mean, and this is just me. Like as much as I thought Ant Man was a fun movie, and you know, eventually I'll show my kids and be like, "Hey, this is Ant Man." I'm so kind of marvelled out, and that just that tone of all the Marvel movies. That if Ant-Man, when Ant-Man 2 comes out, it's going to be one that, like, dying to go see it. Ant-Man is a lot like Iron Man. I mean, it's I mean, the only The only Marvel insane. franchise that right now that feels at least exciting, like, and, 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 and different is the Guardians of the Galaxies thing. Where does Star-Lord find out who his father is? I'm curious uh, to see how that fits into the Avengers. I kind of wish they just would leave it. <laughs> I do, too. I kind of wish it wasn't part of the Avengers. Like, don't eventually it is going to be, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man, this is the end of Phase 2 for Marvel. Which, now, explain these phases. I don't know. I guess it's like... I'm not 100% sure. I don't really understand how they're separated, because, like, Avengers 2 seems like that should have been where you ended Phase 2. 
not really sure what happened in Ant-Man that's going to carry on to other films. But I'm just not fami- that familiar with Marvel Comics to really see where they can connect those dots. So this movie, it was it was really funny. I I thought it was it was pretty good. Paul Rudd, I was surprised like they didn't they didn't give him a lot of jokes in the film. I was really kind of surprised by that. And he's got a couple where he comes in and breaks in some tension between like Michael Douglas and his daughter, like the Hank Penn and daughter character. He'll come in and be like, "Oh, you guys were just sharing a really great great moment. You guys were learning something, right?" I'll look at him like, "Yeah, shut up, wise ass." That was that was cute, and they had they had, they have some cute interactions, like the Russian computer guy, like his little team, and that uh, the little the little Latino guy that's always got all these stories to tell, but he's the one guy that's able to punch. There's this really weird boxing scene in the beginning of the film where Paul Rudd is fighting this really big inmate, and it's like a good, goodbye tradition from jail. Yeah, and his one his one buddy that picks him up from jail, he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm the only one that was able to knock him out." And it kind of comes back later, like he's going around punching dudes, knocking one them out, one punch knockout. And then you got the the stepdad who's a cop who hates. Paul Rudd, and then yeah, they kind of have to. That was a little tripe, but that was. But at the end of the movie, they were friends. After the cop found out that That's Paul true. Rudd is a superhero and he can turn into an ant and fight, whatever. He's just scared. He's like, Dude, one thing look. we got to mention. One thing we got to mention before we end this, um, the quantum realm. Uh, in the movie, you you can become smaller than atoms if you don't stop this machine. That's what and, happens to the wasp. And apparently, I didn't see it, but online is a buzz. What? That in the quantum realm, and I'm going to fuck up this villain's name, I know it, but there's a huge Marvel villain seen in the quantum realm, screen right, named Infinity, or Destiny, or some name of... He's just hanging out in frame. He's just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and apparently this guy is like I missed that. Can can I, the article I read said that like he could kill Thanos by blinking or something. So apparently this has a big introduction to phase three of what's going to happen. So they're going to go all miniature army, or this guy may have followed Ant Man out. Hmm. All right. Well, it's. I mean, you know, it is the end of phase two. So who knows where they're going to go on from here? One thing I did. They have like a young Michael Douglas at the at uh, the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, they have, I guess, Michael Douglas from, like, circa 1985, 87, somewhere along Romancing the Stone, Wall Street years. And uh, it did look pretty good. It's still, you can, t- you can tell it's a CGI computer effect. But it's not bad. No, I, I honestly thought it was a stand-in. Yeah, it was. it's, like, way better than Jeff Bridges and Tron Legacy. And I thought that was pretty cool. And it's way better than uh, X-Men 3. The beginning of that, where they had... Uh, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, they made them look younger. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought this was really good. All the effects work in the movie's cool. The growing, the shrinking, um, him talking to the ants and interacting with the ants. Yeah, some of the ants looked fake. But Speaking of Marvel Greater Universe, they were talking to uh, one of the articles I was reading. You know, because eventually, like, they're going to be making Iron Man movies without Junior. And the guy said that he their plan is to treat... These Marvel characters like James Bond and just recast. Really? Because yeah. it looks like they're kind of getting rid of Iron Man and Captain America here pretty soon. Uh, Avengers 2, they actually... Tony Stark is no longer an Avenger. 
Like that is they recast the Avengers lineup at the end of Avengers two. It's recast. It's now like Vision, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, well, the way they were talking was that the stories will keep going, but once you know actors are out of contract, they'll just recast. So it'll be interesting to see these characters later on played by other people. Because they've been so good about getting the same actors back. I think the only time I'll be interested to see what how they bring Spider Man into it. He's in uh, Civil War, which comes out uh, next May. Oh, really? Yeah. Direct well, competition with uh, BVS. No, that's in March. Batman moved real quick. Who makes the most money? I say Captain America Civil War makes more money than Batman v Superman. Unless it's just badass. No, it's going to make more money, dude. <laughs> if they hit the right stride with this movie and it collects with the crowd right, you never know. I mean, who the fuck would have saw fucking Lost World coming? Oh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Yeah. Yeah, Well, well, yeah. I mean, well, that's that's a little different. We had a long break of dinosaur films, and now we got one. Apparently, America and the rest of the world, but mostly America. But at the same time, dinosaurs. Like my entire life, I've heard. When are we going to get to see a Batman and Superman movie? When are Superman and Batman going to be in the same movie? Oh, they should have ended this Batman movie with Superman. Or they should have... This will be the first time in a cinematic situation these two characters are on screen together. I don't know what that impact's going to have. It may be a, a flop and it may be a snowball that nobody can see coming. Rolling down a hill and turning into an avalanche and making a lot of money. I just, I just, this movie, it's a little bit different than what everything else is. It's a little bit of an anomaly because it's DC's attempt to expand their universe in a way that hasn't been done. It's introducing Wonder Woman, which is a character that has never been in a big movie. I, you just, you never know what that impact's going to have. You never know, like, how many little girls are going to want to go see this movie as opposed to a bunch of dads and their little boys. I think it could um, have that kind of impact. Because, I mean, I know my little five-year-old has gone completely apeshit over this trailer and watches it every day and just points out that Wonder Woman is in it. Don't get me wrong, I like Zack Snyder, but it also has Zack Snyder at the helm. And you said something earlier off-air that he's really good at kind of quirky, like, Watchmen 300, Dawn of the Dead. I love his Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. Um, I think that's But his Superman installment was a little... It didn't it didn't have those moments that made you go stand up in the theater and go, This feels like Superman. I think Zack Snyder's kind of the wrong director for Superman. So with all these unknown elements, you could also have something that just kind of pisses off a bunch of fans and then have a huge backlash that causes some problems with the box office. Yeah. But I will I will give credit to Warner Brothers. That's a that's a ballsy move to get behind. What? To base your entire building of a DC universe on the success of how this franchise starts out. By not just copying what Marvel did. By taking the internet flack of, oh, you're fucking stupid. Why are you not doing this? And then doing what they think is creatively correct. And putting trust in their filmmakers instead of an overseer. I I, I personally think that's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I do like... I do like the overseer of the Marvel films because it does tie things in, but I don't like it at sometimes. Like I, I liked I, it. I had heard that Nolan was going to oversee the DC, but well, I he don't backed think that, out. Yeah, I think that's kind of like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to go make space movies. 
All right, so that's going to do it for us tonight. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, our email address is themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can call our number. Our number is 323-539-8661. Uh, and we got some big things um, coming up. Uh, I think a trailer for Grilling Woods. We are going to get that out soon, so you can see some more cool stuff with that. And like always, we close out the show with uh, you know a track from the score of the film that we're talking about. This is the theme of Ant-Man by Christopher Beck. Enjoy. Enjoy.